you're here to find some underappreciated shows or hear me praise a few old favorites, you've come to the right place. This is Restless in Peace and today we're spotlighting three sci-fi short anime. I'm Fennec and I've been an anime fan for almost a decade and have watched hundreds of shows. Don't forget, don't forget to like, subscribe and share with friends. And you don't really have to worry about spoilers here because each one of these is about like, I, I think the longest one is like 20 something minutes long, so you really don't have to worry about spoilers. <laughs> Today we're gonna do kind of a lightning round, I'll talk briefly about several short anime, this time it's gonna be sci-fi anime, and you do nothing because you're not here. Uh, first up is AU Future, Lab Future Laboratory. Uh, this is a promotional anime for the Japanese phone company KDDIAU, which is a very catchy name. The anime came out around the end of 2013 and was kind of meant to promote their new future lab, which was supposed to come up with these communication innovations of the future. Of course, it's been like a few good years and I haven't heard about them at all till right now. So I'm not very optimistic about how well they're doing and I don't really care enough to look it up more than I already have. The anime itself is kind of a mockumentary, which is, if you don't know, it's kind of essentially a fake documentary that treats itself as if it's real. Uh, American Vandal is a prime example if you've seen it. The anime has three episodes, three episodes each about seven minutes long, so no excuse not to watch this one. I went into this thinking, uh, you know, this is an anime meant to advertise a phone company. It's a phone company. It's probably gonna be shit. And for the first thirty seconds or so, like, yeah, it was really shit. You, you had their mascots talking to you, and it was just annoying. But once the anime actually started, I really enjoyed it. It's surprisingly well crafted. They do cliffhangers really well, and even use their mascot, which appears at the start and end of every episode, to up the tension of each cliffhanger. It's an overall twenty-ish minutes well spent, and it's worth it, even though the mascot's a bit annoying. Next up is Koisento, uh, which is about twenty-five minutes of my life that I will never get back. Let's start with the fact that I could find it only in dub, which was disgusting. It, like it had a shit dub. Then like you then you actually watch the thing and it kind of just gets worse. It's a sci-fi that takes place like 600 years or something like that into the future and it's just a no personality teenage boy that meets a no personality teenage girl that's a bit cute so he falls in love with her because he'll fall in love with anything that moves she's a robot she's a robot and there's this white deer that's like I don't get what what it's what that's about actually like why is it there like ugh. maybe it's like a cultural thing but it, it was just like why are you there it's so bad and like it's so much worse <laughs> than the worst fucking anime ever it's so fucking like like what i mean by this it's not like it's the worst thing i've ever seen it's like it's really average which which makes it worse than bad anime cuz you'd at least remember bad anime i'm going to forget about this in like 2 days like 
You remember the good shows and the really bad ones, but average, but the average ones are kind of just forgettable, and that makes them worse than the bad ones. I don't even want to keep talking about it because you know, you know, I, I hate. We're moving on. We're moving on. Finally, Itsuka Eru Kimini. In this anime, there's this guy Yuki who confesses his feelings to Anne and tells her that he's moving away, but that once he's capable of moving out of his parents' house, he'll come back to her and like he asks her, he asks her to wait for him, and then you know she 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 proceeds to have the obvious reaction of that's years from now, and I don't know how I'll feel then. It's impossible for me to make that promise. But then, you know, she, she takes it a bit far and kind of just straight up runs away from him. Accidentally running like 50 years into the future. That's some sick running. Like, there Anne's future self sent her grandson to find Anne and show her around the city as well as kind of convince her to make that promise because, because the kid's grandpa is Yuki. Like, big surprise. Uh, by the end of the day, she goes back to her own time and makes the promise with Yuki, promising the happily ever after ending. You know, the, the situation here is a bit different, but usually promises like these are a very unhealthy thing. Yeah, they're, they're romantic, but like, you, you know what? Uh, you know what? You can... You can take my own parents, uh, my own parents' divorce as an example. They married very young. I'm talking like early twenties. The problem with that was that a person's twenty twenties is the period in their life where some of their most important personality development happens. An individual's personality changes drastically from age twenty to thirty, which is why marrying young isn't recommended. The person you married will likely be a very different person by the time you're both thirty. Taking that into account, promising yourself to each other as teenagers, that doesn't really sound that appealing anymore, now does it? Anyway, it's like, of course, this is a different situation. She went to the future, her future self told her you're going to have a great, practical told her you're going to have a great life if you do this. But, but you know, it's, it's, not, it's not really like a good thing to do. <laughs> Finally, I do recommend you watch AU Future Laboratory if you haven't. I am not going to recommend the others, and don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, and share with friends.